Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 177. After a four-week hiatus, I am Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. I'm here. I've uh, never been healthier. Can you say the same? And Tony Katz. Yes, here I am. Here we are. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and uh, check out our sports podcast. But yeah, we will immediately address the hiatus of four weeks. That's our longest break. If I recall, I don't think we've ever taken a a week off. There may have been times where one of us is out, but... Yeah, I feel like there could have been a time where we, like, due to something, we took, like, a week oh, we, off. We always go dark at Christmas time. Def- I, know, I should Definitely say that. never two weeks off. We uh, did a really good job last year of recording episodes to bank them, so we always had something come out every week. I think yeah. this is the first time we actually had nothing come out for in a whole week. And there was and a was, plague. And there was three of them that we missed. Four or four? Four weeks we missed. Four weeks. We oh. got here, and this office was, stri- the studio was stripped of all the gear, so that's how long it had been. <laughs> I mean, that's not even an exaggeration. That was true. Crazy. We had to go uh, recover it. Yeah, from our friends over there at uh, Wheel Talks. Also great, uh, great podcast, Wheel Talks. Yeah, check them out. But uh, yeah, they, uh, they've they had to uh, record, they uh, record in the same studio we do, which is in a uh, Sean and I's place of living, but uh, there was uh, stuff that went down, which is why uh, we haven't recorded for four weeks and why they haven't been able to record there, and uh, should we just get into it? Yeah, so as you could guess, it probably had something to do with the plague, COVID-19. Yeah, so uh, I guess I'll try to go from stage one. I guess we'll try to start from the beginning. Uh, producer Luke came home about... No, I think stage one it was a like bat or something, yeah. right? And stage one was suit. out there in uh, Wahoo or whatever the place was called. <laughs> Wahoo, the fish taco <laughs> joint, <laughs> Wuhan, <laughs> out in Wuhan, but uh, it made its way to Villa Park, California. Wahoo, and uh, so actually, I think it was literally about five. I think it's safe to say five weeks ago today. Uh, producer Luke, who we've had, we've had on the podcast, we've talked about him before. He uh, came home after golfing, and he was feeling a little under the weather, a little tired, a little lethargic, and uh, he had been getting up early every uh, morning for some uh, some work, you could say, and uh, he had also golfed a lot, so we were like, oh, you're just worn down, you know, it's not a big deal, and he was like, oh, what if it's coronavirus, and we were all just kind of laughing at him, and he did spike about 100.9 fever or something, so nothing, nothing crazy, and... Uh, Within a couple days, he was completely fine. No, seemed pretty fine. But he had gotten tested for COVID on that Saturday, so the very next day. And on that Thursday, a few days later, his results came back positive. So uh, Sean was actually on his way up to visit his family, going up to Tahoe, I believe. I had taken three days off of work for this and booked a night stay in Mammoth for a nice little getaway. And we were uh, in Mammoth for the one night before we went to Tahoe. And uh, sitting in a bar waiting for our uh, dinner to pick up to bring back to the hotel room because that place was shut down for, like, you know, dying in. And I get two calls. And my immediate thought was like, oh, I my I didn't drive, so my car was here, and I didn't park it in the dirt. <laughs> so my guess was he was saying, where are your keys? I need to move your car because we're having, you know, 50 people over. But nope. It was the uh, alert of, hey, I am infected. You may be infected. Yeah. So uh, the rest of us, though, at that time, were feeling fine. 
I mean, uh, Luke is, you know, for those that don't know, Luke, Sean and I live with Luke and his uh, lovely girlfriend, Paige. And we were all, uh, we were all feeling fine. None of us had symptoms. None of the three of us had symptoms. But obviously once that happened, it was like, you know, a little worrisome because it's like we've been in the house and it's like, okay, like you're almost like playing the waiting game. Like, are, are we going to get it? Like, when are we going to get it? Like, what's going to happen? So I believe you got tested, what, a couple days later? So we immediately looked for places in Mammoth to test and it's Mammoth. There was nothing. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't so exist in Mammoth. We just drove home. We went back to her house and... Uh, we had scheduled a test for, so that was Thursday. We drove home Friday and we got tested Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So then you got tested that Saturday, which was a couple days after that. I believe Paige got tested that night, which was that Thursday, uh, our roommate Paige, his girlfriend. And so the way the timeline went is she ended up getting sick that Sunday, which was about four days after Luke, no, three days after Luke was confirmed positive but he had been sick a week prior. She got sick that Sunday and her symptoms were, she spiked a pretty high fever. I know she said she was very close to getting to the point where she uh, was considering going to the ER if it got any higher. Yeah. So I think she was somewhere, she hovered somewhere close to, I, 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 it was definitely over 102, but I don't know how close she got to like 103. And uh, she ended up, you know, taking some medicine, ended up feeling a little bit better, came back down and that was actually the worst of her fever. And then after that, she ended up losing uh sense of smell, sense of taste and, uh, all of that stuff. And, uh, she, uh, you know, she just had the symptoms that a lot of people had. And, uh, I know with you, like, so you ended up getting tested that Saturday and then you got a call, what, a couple days later. Yeah. I believe I got called on that Tuesday in the morning, something like that. Yeah. And let me know. Yeah. You are positive. He's like, you have to lock yourself down. Don't look at anyone. Don't talk to anyone. It's like, don't even, don't even breathe. I'll do my best. Yeah. So Sean ended up being, uh, was positive. So at that point I was like, okay, cause Sean does a very good job of like, he keeps to himself for the most part. He's like, he's in his room a lot. He's in like, you know, he's around a lot, but it's like, he's also like busy doing stuff. So when Sean being positive was kind of a shock to us because we were like, okay, if Sean's positive, then we're all, we all have to be like, there's no way. Like I was convinced. I remember when you were going to get tested, like, Oh, Sean's going to be fine. And I was running my air purifier in my room, the whole deal. (laughs) When you were positive, I was like, Oh boy, this is going to be like all of us. So I ended up getting tested a couple days after you found out your results. So I got tested on Thursday, July 2nd. My girlfriend went and got tested with me, but the Thursday when Luke found out he was positive, she had come over and we were supposed to go out to like dinner or whatever. And she found out that she was starting to say like, after that, it was like, Oh, I feel like I have a sore throat. In my mind right away, I'm like, okay, that's just your mind because like you found out he's positive. Like now your mind's just kind of playing with you type thing. And she was like, yeah, maybe you're right. And then like she ended up being fine for the most part of the rest of the night. And then a couple days, like the next day and throughout the next week, she was just like, you could just tell like she was like a little bit of a sore throat, just not feeling her like 100% herself. Like she was a little worn down. And then I never spiked a fever at all. Never had a bad cough. But, uh, all of a sudden she lost her taste and her smell and all of us. And it was like, okay, that's like the telltale sign. So here I am still feeling good. And I'm like, okay, if Luke has it, Dobby has it. Paige is now sick. She's feeling something. I'm like, what's the deal with me? Like I have to have something going on. So we both got tested that, that, uh, Thursday, July 2nd. And her results came back on Monday and it showed that yes, she was positive. 
So right then and there, I was like, okay. I was like, thankfully, you know, I'm still trying to do the timeline. Like, okay, it's been this many days, this many days. I'm like, I still feel fine. Like, what's the deal? And not only did I do the swab that day, I also did the antibodies because now let me rewind two days before two days and the day before Luke started feeling sick. I was feeling like worn down. Like I was feeling just kind of like that feeling when you feel like you have like a cold coming on, like your mouth's feeling all warm and stuff. And I was golfing with, uh, two guys that have been on the podcast, Carter, who used to be on it with us a lot and uh, wrecking ball, Joe. And I remember telling Carter, like, you know, I just don't like, I feel like, you know, my mouth feels warm. Like, I feel like maybe I'm having like something's coming on or something. He's like, Oh, you're fine. Whatever. It's like, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay. And then that night went on and I ended up like having a couple drinks felt fine. And then Thursday came around. I went golfing that morning with Luke, my dad and my dad's roommate for a father's day thing. It was a couple days before father's day. And I remember that morning just not feeling like feeling like a little achy, but not like really achy, but just like not a hundred percent. And that would have been June 18th. Cause that was that Thursday before father's day where we went golfing. And again, I came home, like felt like fine. I remember even like, just like I could tell, like, I remember I took a shower and I checked my temperature. I was up to like 99.6, but it was kind of like, that's not that high. That's not even considered a fever. It's like, it's above like the normal, but it's nothing wild. Like I feel like I just, I was, I was like, okay, I'm probably just worn down. I've had some late nights, some, you know, some drinking, some like golfed a couple times. Like maybe my body's just worn down. And sure enough that night I got a good amount of sleep. I think I got like nine hours of sleep. I woke up Friday and I felt like, I'm like refreshed, mm-hmm. you know, never had anything else. Never had that body aches or anything again. Never had any slight fever again, you know, had a very, very mild cough if anything. And like, uh, some congestion, but you know, so I ended up having my, my test results came in. So now that we're back up to time, you know, my test results didn't come in till a couple days, like three days later. So literally a week after I got tested and at that point, everybody had had their results and everybody knew what they had. And like I said, I had done antibodies also. And he calls me, the doctor calls me up and says, okay, Anthony, you're, uh, you are positive. Your swab came back positive, but he said, but your antibodies also came back positive and you were showing like IgG, IgM or IgG or whatever it is that he said, basically what indicates is that your body's already almost done fighting this according to your antibodies. So whenever you had, this was like two or three weeks prior So that's when I was like, oh, so it's kind of like, you know, it's no telling where you got it, but it's like, obviously whatever I was feeling that day was it. And then shortly after that is when, you know, it kind of trickled down where it's like, you know, our whole household got it. All four of us that live here got it. Uh, My girlfriend got it. Your girlfriend got it. So it was just kind of interesting, but thankfully none of us spread it to our, uh, our family because I know you were on your way up to see your family Mm -hmm. and uh, Luke's parents came here a couple times and thankfully they ended up being negative. My girlfriend lives with her parents. They ended up both being negative as of about a little over a week ago. Now, uh, I ended up going to my aunt's house on father's day, saw my mom, saw my stepdad, saw my grandpa who's 89 years old, will be 90 on Halloween. Ironically enough, Mm -hmm. Halloween, beautiful day. That's your favorite grandpa. It is my favorite grandpa. And, uh, (laughs) I, uh, and then also like my, uh, uncle who's uh my mom's so it's like my married in uncle my mom's sister's husband his parents were there who have like their own health conditions so it's just very lucky that no one that i wasn't able to pass it to any of them because that was a while ago now it's about five weeks ago now and all of them are in the clear so it's i have a question from the audience here okay um i haven't spoke much because i don't live here and i didn't get infected Mm -hmm. um you're doing the timeline here 
Um, I happen to remember, I think it might have been the last time we recorded, you said, oh, we're going out to the post to see, you know, this guy play music. Um, yeah. Big group of us. And um, I was like, ah, I don't know if that's a great idea yet. Yeah, um, no, I, I did end up going think, to the post. Do you think that's where it came from? Because we know some other people from that night so, also. I don't think it was that time because I... Or, I actually, maybe. Because now that I'm thinking about it, it was that... I think it was he played. I can't remember what two weeks he played because there was one of the nights I did go there, which was the Wednesday where I was feeling a little under the weather. But I can't remember if that was his first or second night playing. I think that was his first night playing. So I think I was still that was the first night where I was already feeling something that Wednesday when I golfed. So what I will say is the weekend before I did go out to Laguna and Newport, the bars. Okay. so I think and I forgot about that. But none of my friends that I went with got sick. Yeah, that's what I was. um I, I was lucky because my uh, my former roommate, um, we had we had a very nasty breakup, and uh, whoa, he was, was very serious. Um, but he he uh, liked to be out there. He likes to be out there and mix it up. Yeah. And um, I was I think very fortunate that he didn't get it and bring it back uh, to me. I, yeah. I'm surprised still to this day that that's how it, it worked out. But yeah, and I mean the the thing is too is it's like that's what's crazy because I'm like okay I was in Newport which which I know Newport was ended up being a pretty highly infected area especially at the bars, and it's like that's all it could take. Like yeah I went out there with my friends and maybe none of them got it, but it's like all it would have taken is me going into the bathroom a minute after a guy that just maybe used a urinal that was yeah. infected or a sink or that you, was infected. And you turned towards the wrong person at the yeah. wrong time. And yeah. that's what's crazy. So it's like, it's very possible that I did get it down in Newport and none of my friends happened to be at that moment. So it's like, it's, but again, there's no telling where I could have gotten it a week prior. I, Cause I know they say it can take like two to five days, but then they also say it can take 10 to 14 days to feel a symptom. So there's no telling where I got it. It's all a guess, but that is why we haven't been around in a while. Sean and I, this podcast, both were positive, but both of us had were lucky to have very, very mild, very. I would, I would even consider them below mild symptoms. I still can't smell, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I am realizing I don't really take advantage of smelling to begin with. Well, because um, yeah. I have moments ago it. you uh, benefited from it. Yeah, I, there was definitely a dog fart in here. Not <laughs> really, <laughs> that was uh, very raunchy. But. uh but that's the thing, too, is I actually made that joke with my doctor because he was like, did you ever lose your taste and smell? And I was like, truthfully, I was like, I don't know, because there was a good stretch where all I was eating was raw top ramen and quesadillas. So it's like, honestly, maybe <laughs> you mean it's, the last 10 years of your life. It's very possible that I lost my smell. For, I mean, my taste for a couple of days. I mean, I don't know. Let me ask you this. Can you have no smell but have taste? Uh, I mean, isn't that what you have right now? So That's the, what I think I have, but I'm I'm being told I can't. No, so so taste is very limited, as you know. There's only the five senses: sweet, sour, bitter, and something else. That's a sour patch kid is described. <laughs> I don't really know the whole thing, but there's a thing. Um, umami. That's a big one now. They think there might be six. I've heard that before. Um, what? It's a real thing. Um, but yeah, smell really enhances taste. That's why uh, you really want that nose to be out there and smelling the whole dish when you're making something good. So I do feel for you. I think you are losing something. Yeah, yeah. but also, can't if I'm having a familiar food, can't my brain just like kind of autofill? Yeah, definitely. I mean, smell and memory are very much linked. So yeah, definitely. So I think that's all. I mean, I'm not trying any new foods. You're saving tons of money on Febreze right now. Just Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, and then I had like the kind of tingling in the nose. Uh, my girlfriend described it as like chlorine feeling in the nose. Um, 
And then that was really it. Like I didn't get COVID toes. So that was that was funny. What, so no, wait, wait, go, no back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. COVID toes? Have <laughs> you not heard of that? I've heard some of like your blood. Your feet something. look disgusting, and they're calling them COVID toes. Like they look like they get like warts on the toes, and then the your heel looks all like nasty too. I don't know what kind of websites you're going to. That, that was sounds... on Yahoo. Exactly. <laughs> no one goes to Yahoo anymore. I mean, there's all sorts of weird things, and people are probably just like, "Yep, yeah, COVID." Like, well, I did fall into a vat of, uh, you know, fungus. Ah, COVID. How tall was Rudy Gobert before COVID? Oh, like six six. His toes got infected. Yeah, and then he got really big. It's crazy. What, uh, oh, what was I guess? Oh, so like when you described like, uh, so my girlfriend, she said she had a weird feeling in her nose like for a while, but then when you had said it felt like chlorine in your nose, like that tickling feeling, the moment I told her that, she was literally like, that's literally like what the feeling is like. She's like, she couldn't put her finger on like what the feeling felt like. She couldn't Mm -hmm. describe it other than just like weird feeling. But when you said like the chlorine in the nose, she was like, that's exactly what it feels like. You know, when you jump in the pool and it's like, it just goes in your nose and you're kind of like, oh. No, totally. Like after a day at swimming at grandma's coming home in the car and you're like, God damn, water in my nose. (laughs) What a day. But uh, yeah, thankfully for all of us, all our friends and uh, whatnot, we all, Got through it fairly easily. All of us were mild. The only person that I would say, I mean, Paige, I guess, got a pretty high fever, but the only person of all of us that I would say took it the hardest was definitely uh, our old friend Carter, who used to be on our podcast. He ended up having like a 102.7 fever. Really bad. KROQ. KROQ. That's Kiss FM, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. KROQ. 106.7. Is and then <laughs> he ended up having a uh, really like bad. A radio station. Really bad. <laughs> really. really Really bad sore throat and uh, uh, a uh, bad a couple of dogs here. Yeah, we're uh, again. This is a Friday's happy hour. So it's, it's gonna be labeled entertainment, but trust us, it was a happy hour entertainment. But uh, yeah, so I would say yeah. So Carter had to, but also the the one thing I will touch up with Carter really quick. So he had the one hundred two point seven fever, which I believe was uh, Kiss FM, Andy. But yeah, yeah, that's right. Which uh, I fucked up the joke. Which Damn was, it. Uh, it was. I thought it was a good joke, but if I got it right, maybe yeah. it would have landed better. Let's. Do you want to re- redo it? We'll just <laughs> timeout. Go back four seconds. And so he got that fever the day after uh, Father's Day. I think he woke up that morning with it, and he had that fever for probably a day or two. Then had other symptoms, and then the crazy thing was is I don't know if you know this, Sean, but a four or five day like four days later that next weekend his fever came back. Really? So he got hit again with a fever again, which I think was like around 102 again. And then it broke then and then it went away and it never came back. But poor Carter. I mean, maybe that's the karma for leaving Tony's take. But yeah, exactly. I mean, he's a Vikings fan. He's used to pain. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, poor Carter. He, uh, he definitely took it the hardest of all of us. The rest of us were lucky to have the outside of like some of them losing taste and smell, the, the symptoms we had. But uh if anybody wants to know, like, the low-key cure, I mean, I take a lot of vitamin D3. I drink a lot of mango white claws. And also, uh, we have a lot of trolley sour worms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're hoping to be sponsored by them. But they, they make no claims about the cure. But can't hurt. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't, doesn't hurt. Especially I remember when you have I... have no taste. You can't taste the sour. Oh, I taste it. When I got the call from the doctor, it was, like, Tuesday at, like, 10 in the morning or something. I'm sitting uh, at the desk working... Uh, and he calls me, hey, Sean, how you feeling? Oh, no. Bedside manner. That's I good. I like, fine. <laughs> how are you? I just wanted to call, let you know that you did test positive, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, no shit. talking about the doctor? Yeah. Yeah, I know. He was very like, he's got a very way about him. I don't know. It's interesting. 
And his big thing, I'm sure he asked you a bunch of times, was he pretty high on like, have you had diarrhea? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he asked me that a couple times. Yeah, like he would not stop asking. It was almost like he was like, "Are you sure?" It's like, dude, yes, I swear. That's to you, I just haven't for had his, diarrhea in a while. That's for his personal yeah. references. Yeah. It's nothing right. to do with COVID. And that, the funny thing is, too, have you that, eaten at the Taco Bell on Seventeenth lately? <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, I haven't had. Yeah, I haven't had ever since things got closed down. I haven't had a chance to get diarrhea. <laughs> I've been able to go to those late night drive-throughs at midnight after I've had a bunch of car bombs at the bar. I haven't had a chance to get diarrhea. Uh, Would but, you prefer if the doctor was like doing like a different voice, like the Saw voice or something? I want to play Sean. a game. <laughs> Tony would, yeah. Sean. <laughs> 14 seconds. <laughs> I, uh, You're I, either positive or negative. I did sign up today for uh, to do the, they call it convalescent plasma donation. Uh, you joined a cult. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. No, so I'm, I'm uh, donating some plasma. For, Straight uh, to Tom Cruise. Yeah, for COVID. But the crazy thing is, I thought it'd be like, uh, yeah, uh, can you come in next Monday? Like two days from now type of thing. And uh, no, it's like two weeks from now. And then the email they sent me, it says on there, and it makes sense because I've donated plasma before at work uh, when we had like the Red Cross come in. I was in there for at least hour, hour and a half. It says on the email, be prepared to be in that seat for two to three hours. Whoa. It's like dialysis or something. I'm bringing what, yeah, that's, uh, dialysis my sure. phone and watching some movies or something. What, uh, so now that we've all, we've all here taken the swab test, what have you guys thought of it? Horrible. Really? You didn't like it at all? The first time, especially, like, I'm crying. I have to sneeze. This thing is, like, I'm not, like, shedding tears. I My eyes are watery. Yeah. Uh, and they're just twisting and twirling. Yeah. And I think Trump was the one who was like, yeah, they went all the way up there. They took a left. <laughs> yeah. It's like, holy crap. They go all the way up there. And immediately I was like, Andy, he's doing this test to himself yeah. three times a week. There's no way he's going all the way up. No way. I go as comfortable as I need to be. Exactly. It's what, not uh, comfortable. So what? If, so you've, you've never had someone else do it for you? You've always just done it yourself? Yeah. All right. So that is interesting. But I'm going to, and I, I promise this. I weirdly enjoy it. Oh my. And I don't know if that's someone, I said that to someone and they said, you're literally a serial killer. I'm probably going to get conditioned to like it. Like, I miss that. It's just such, I start putting paper clips up there. Tony's I, foot is just like banging on the floor so, like a dog getting Or scratched. like Homer Simpson put some, shove some crayons oh, up yeah. there. And become really smart. <laughs> she said, uh, you're either going to tear up, sneeze, cough, or, or like gag. And I was, I, I was literally like, what if all four happened? Yeah. Like, but I literally... You got diarrhea from it. So all I got from it was my eye did water, but I've, I've only done it twice now. One positive, one negative. So the series tiebreakers in a couple of weeks. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, the first time it was like... It was interesting because they also tell you like, oh, it's going to be like 10 seconds. And it's not. It's probably in there for like four to five seconds. But it's... She's going up there and it's doing it. And it's just such a unique sensation. Like such a sensation you've never felt before that I remember just kind of being like... This is uncomfortable, but it's weirdly like also like comforting. I don't know. It was just weird. It was like, but I, I just didn't mind it. I really, you're didn't. like Kevin Bacon in animal house. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to like, try to be like one of those people that's like, Oh, a lot of people that have been like, Oh, it's so bad. Like he's I got like a Q-tip it, up his nose right now. <laughs> it's, it's really like, I just, I, it was such a unique, interesting sensation that, and let me, I'm not going to sit here and say it's comfortable cause it's not, it is a very discomforting feeling, but it was so discomforting that I almost enjoyed. It. I don't know. It was weird. There's such a certain tickle to it, and certain something that it's just like, like uh, touching a bruise. 
like that kind of feeling where you know it's painful, but it's like, ah, oh, you, you like that feeling? Yeah, I get what? Yeah. No one, no Leaving one knows your hand about. on the stove. How often do you get bruises anymore, though? I have random bruises. I bump into shit all the time. Like on my legs. I feel as, like as a kid, like, well, I mean, usually it was usually me giving you bruises in certain ways. <laughs> a tough, tough box out and throwing oh, into a yeah. wall. The time you broke my back, you thought, when I cracked a bush? Yeah. Well, uh, so when I, when every time I get one of the tests, which I give to myself, um, I get some post-nasal drip. So like tonight, it's just a little bit. Uh, on Wednesday, I had a really bad migraine like at like 2 o'clock, and I feel like it might be related. I'm like pushing shit into my sinuses, and it's not good for me. But Yeah, it was the first time I really had to blow my nose after. They gave me a tissue, and it was just like, Oh, it's embarrassing. You sneeze because you're like, this is what you're not supposed to do. Yeah, you're you're pushing too much stuff out. You're gonna, it's gonna all reject. Well, I mean, one time I, because we wear the masks in the office, and then you just pull them off to do the test and put them right back on. Put it right back on, and then sneeze just right into the mask. It's like, well, I guess that's what it's there for. But yeah, kind of gross. Yeah, but eh, whatever, it's yours. But I, I have, um. You know, I have to think I'm in the like top percent of negative tests at this point. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> How many people have your at your office have tested positive? Just one. Hmm. And I think I was told who it was, and I'm like, I don't know who that person is. So. Yeah, I was, was like, only the second. Yeah, that was like my dad. My uh, my dad works for FedEx over yeah, he, here. He's got to have a big risk because there's in and out of building. Oh yeah. There, you know? So he had one guy, and he's not really too concerned about it. But they had a couple of people at their station test positive, and one of the guys, my dad's like. Oh, yeah, I've seen him before on, like, The Sword or something. And another guy's like, yeah, I have no idea who he is. And it's like, I guess when you figure, like, a station like that, it's pretty big yeah. that it's like, you know, I could see that. But, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, that's why we've been on hiatus for the last four weeks or so. And Yeah, it uh, was just a kind of bad timing the way it all worked. Like, if – so I had a microphone for my own. When we first started this, remember, I didn't yeah. come over here to the studio. We had a way to – record remotely um i was told to hand over that microphone back to the studio um even though it, i owned it and i did and uh, <laughs> not anymore had i kept it i probably would have recorded something solo just to talk about it but something and i did just going is, out on his own which, I, which i'm okay with because i listen to like the the colin coward podcast they do uh on like the weekends yeah. they have that one guy do like a three and out where he does his own solo thing and it, it works you know especially if they're talking well, sports and what, what coward does is like impressive that guy can talk by himself for but, hours upon hours yeah but I'm, a, I'm saying i, I forget it yeah. he does do that i mean he has his assistant joy taylor there a little bit so at least it's not completely alone but the other guy is completely alone i think he does it from like his office at home yeah well those people sometimes sound like madmen too like they're like the conspiracy guys when you're like doing yeah. a radio show by yourself <laughs> i don't think i'd be able to do that yeah. um but i did post like a blog about a couple things that we probably would have covered on the podcast just to give something but then it was like this is not going to be a one-week hiatus this is going to be multiple weeks we had to uh you know be safe and uh make sure everything was ready because i mean you guys weren't even here the other, that was the other thing yeah you guys might live here but you were not yeah. here Sean i was living at the beach yeah, I was uh, living down the street, not too far. But yeah, Sean and I haven't. Uh, I mean, Sean's came back this week, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't slept here since uh, that uh, that Thursday, I guess, when he found out he was positive, which would have been like the twenty fifth of June or something. So it's been a, a solid full month since last time I slept here. And let me tell you, it's getting almost eerily uncomfortable how fast time is going. Yeah, like the fact that August is in a week. You know, next Saturday, I believe, is August. And it's like, like the fact that it was a month that I was, it was four weeks, literally four weeks ago yesterday was the last time I stayed a night here. And it's just like, that's just such a trip to me. Like, it does not seem like it's been that, that long. Like, it seems like it was just 4th of July or something. And then it seems like it was just New Year's. It, 
it's so strange that simultaneously it seems like it's been 10 years since March. Yeah. But also it seems like, yeah, we're still in April, right? Like, it seems like time should have stopped. Like, it, it would have been fair to all of us if time just stopped yeah. and then we pick it up. I mean, that's what we should have done. We should have just pretended, all right, we're going to pick back April 2020 will be next April. And we'll just, we'll tell the Mayans or someone who cares about that shit <laughs> that this is what happened. We had to cancel all year. It's fine. Um, Although that reminds me that we probably then not have an election in November, and that's very important. Um, to that's a lot for another. That's for another podcast. <laughs> I don't think we're doing that podcast, but uh, that's when Andy pods by himself. I, I think. I think that. I think, <laughs> the world, <laughs> I think the world would go crazy if uh, we're like we're just going to cancel the whole year and everything will stay the same for another year because uh, things outside of the coronavirus haven't been great either. Well, um, I'll tell you this. I did get to play at Staples Center this year, so yeah, it's not all bad. No, there have been things. I'd be yeah, people like, oh, twenty twenty sucks. It's like, uh, I mean, Parasite was a good movie, won Best Picture. I'm fine with that. That was a good Oscars. I don't yeah, wait till we get that. to what we've been watching on this <laughs> pod, guys. Um, so there, yeah, it's not all. It's not all bad. Was a uh, Valentine's Day good? That was that was pre COVID, right? That was, um, yeah. I, th- I think one of the big reasons. 2020, the first month of 2020 had uh, Kobe's death. That was yeah, yeah. That was a big one. <clears throat> yeah, um, there was a, this was been quite yeah. the year. It was a good Super Bowl. A good Super Bowl. It was a very good Super Bowl. So there, there are things we don't want to forget the whole year. But um, I do have a quick news story about Apple. Are we over COVID? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. a, on this pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we're good. So well, actually, just that people aren't paying attention. Uh, cases are rising, mostly in the South, which is the Southern United States. Last time we talked about this, it's the same thing, but it is happening. Unbelievable. So people just are like not even aware. It really, um, so simultaneously, there's more testing, there's more positive cases. The deaths aren't rising as much, which I think is. And I think that's because it's more younger people. It's more younger it. it's people. Because when they open up the bars and stuff. I think it's less serious cases. I think that's um, starting to show is that, like with you guys, I think whoever you got it from, you got it from someone who was not as symptomatic, and I think that helps. You got a lower dose of it. I don't think that's the case because I saw a news story of a church. I think he was a priest or he worked at a church, something like that, had lunch with a guy who was asymptomatic, and then that guy went home and four people in his family died. Yeah, it's still wow. not that's still not 100%, but I think they're, they're hopeful that if you're catching it from someone who's got less symptoms, but you could be asymptomatic and still have a lot of virus in you. Because it's not just like it's not like a binary. You have the virus or you don't. There's like yeah. levels to it. So if you're getting less of it, um, it might be better. So it's like it's kind of like you guys almost got vaccinated. You got a uh, a really rudimentary version of the a vaccine. Doctor did call me a golden goose. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> they they want to take all your blood now. Yeah, I'm going to give some, not all of it. Yeah. But yeah, California is almost the most infected place on the planet. Uh, it did pass New York, I believe, today for most Well, cases. the only thing it's behind is uh, some place in Brazil, Sao Paulo or something. Yeah, Brazil. But not by much. It's like 460,000 or something uh, as of like two days ago. And right now we're at 440. Yeah. Um, again, we probably haven't had as many cases as, as New York State just because all our cases are happening when there's actual real testing available. When when New York got hit hardest, there wasn't testing available. Yeah. Um, so all these numbers, they're hard to, to, to parse through. Um, but it is no doubt that cases have been increasing, and it is it is dangerous out there. So 
you know, be safe. Also, just people are more terrible than ever right now outside because they're not used to interacting with people. It feels like being outside at Christmas time. Everyone's got a million things on their mind, and that means driving properly or standing in line like an adult is out the window. So just don't go anywhere anymore. It's over. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a weird experience yesterday. I got a takeout from Islands, and it's it's weird. Like, okay, what are you supposed to do? And there's like, oh, just coming right to the bar. And I did. And Which I, Islands? You know, it was down in Newport. I was oh, okay. know, by my work. Um, so this is lunchtime? Mm-hmm. All right. And um, trying to picture a scene. Okay. <laughs> they had some outdoor seating there. Like they built a little bit out, or outdoor seating. And it was like, yeah, if you want to get outdoor seating, you got to wait outside and then someone will come. If you're take, getting takeout, you already ordered, just come to the bar. So I went to the bar and they're all working. They see me. Nobody acknowledges me for five minutes. Were you wearing a mask? I was wearing a mask. Oh. Um, until a, a uh, one of the services, you know, the whatever they're called. Host? Yeah. Um, service one of those people driver people came in and like oh. immediately was like i'm here to pick up a thing and then like the person <laughs> finally came out and was just like okay they didn't acknowledge me at all it was really strange it's again like, the world see, is people strange. aren't used to anything anymore yeah. Yeah, like they were walking around and they saw me and it's almost like like so for example today there's a for anybody that's listening that's local there's a on chapman avenue there's a hot dog stand pch and that's where i went today to get some pick up some lunch for me and my girlfriend and I walk, I run out there and it's all outdoors. It's literally a stand. It's outdoors. And the people in line all have masks on. And I, I ran up there just like thinking, oh, it's outside. And I'm like, oh. so I literally sprint back to my car to go get my mask just out of respect to everyone else. Cause I don't want to look like the one weirdo, especially yeah. for someone that has had it. Cause when I wear this mask, it's like, I'm not, I'm doing it out of like, not for me, but out of respect for everyone else. Cause maybe there are people out there that it's like, you know, they're, they might be sicker and it's just like, okay, whatever. But I, uh. You know, that was just something you have to get used to because it's like, oh, this is outside. Like, I'm not going inside somewhere. I'm, I'm fine. But then it's like everyone else is wearing one in there. So it's like other than the people obviously sitting down eating because you can't eat through a mask. But uh, unless it's got a cut out in your mouth. But also the other thing right now is uh, local grocery stores. Just my absolute fucking nightmare. Let me just vent for a second. <laughs> I uh, went to Ralph's yesterday to uh, pick up some stuff for dinner. And... I went at about 2.45, 3 o'clock, which God bless them, but it's the hour where the elderly are out. And it's just a disaster. They got to go shopping before they go to Denny's at 3.30. Yeah, so. before their early bird dinner at 4.15. But it was, first off, it's like nobody, first off, Ralph's is disorganized with their line. Not all the Ralph's, but the one, the, the one I went to was where it's like, literally, it's almost like they have one line down like aisle eight that goes to like, that you just get ready to like the person who's in the front of that line gets to go to whatever one of the three oh, cashiers I prefer they that. have open. I prefer that. Yeah, but the problem is, is there's too many idiots out there, especially at that time. I'm no offense to them, but it's just at that time, people are just confused. And like there was one oh, yeah. guy, like one lady just went like right in the line, like behind. And the cashier was thankfully on top of it. And he was like, ma'am, ma'am, the line starts there. She's like, oh, what? And he's like, the line starts there. And then, she, you know, they peek around the corner and they see like, oh, yeah, you got to get behind like six, seven people. Awful. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've all been waiting. You wait your turn. And then this other guy was like sat there too. And I looked at him. He's like, is this the line? I'm like, no, it's right here. And he's like, what? I'm like, it's right here. And he turns around. He's like, oh. So it's like, I don't know. And then people are just like at that age too. They're, they're grumpy too. So it's like there was like one old man that was mad. And I'm going to say this joke because I said it in my head. Right when I got into the grocery store yesterday, I'm going, I'm going down the lane before you, you know, get to turn right on the aisle. You know, the main lane where it's like, you're looking down to the right side or the left side, depending on which direction you're coming from. And here are the aisles. 
So I'm going and this lady comes speeding out of her aisle and stops and I like stop. And then she's like, go ahead. And I'm like, no, you sure? And she's like, yeah, go. And as I go by her, she kind of rolls her eyes and it's like, okay, I'm sorry. You were felt like you were on guys grocery games and we're trying to get a record time. It's like, holy shit, lady. It's like, you literally came out of that, uh, aisle like a bat out of hell. And it's like, I don't know. I hate the grocery store already, especially when I have to do grocery shopping, especially when it's like, I don't know stuff that I don't know where it's at and whatnot. Oh, it's very uncomfortable. Right it now, is. And it's, it's nothing like, you know, I've been doing my best cause my girlfriend still is like waiting for, you know, a negative result. So I'm doing my best to like, you know, I'm going in there and I mean, you know, I have actually like, you know, I have some pretty high anxiety. So in those situations, I just get very anxious and I mean, I do my best, but it's like, it's, it's just not easy. It's like, there's so many people just running around going crazy and stuff. And I'm just like, when I don't know where something is, I get overwhelmed quickly and I mean, it's no one's fault but mine, but I'm just like, it's frustrating. I mean, we've all been there. It's like, especially at that time, I'm just like, and I don't want to go at like five o'clock cause it's like, that's where it just gets busy. But at that time, like two 30, two 45, I'm just like, Oh my God, the grocery store's not, if I was one of those guys that if I lived on my own and I had to do my grocery shopping, I already know I'd be that guy that does his grocery shopping at like 10 o'clock at night. I used to do that. That's I already nice. know that would be me nine o'clock at night on like a Monday. I would just go in there and just know that there's no crowd. There's no, not many people. It's like one or five other serial killers in there. And we would just go and get our groceries at that time. I like that you say other serial killers. <laughs> I like popping in on my lunch during the week if it's Trader Joe's or first thing when the Costco opens. And I'll also say this. Thank God Costco does delivery via the app. I was getting shit delivered Every week, uh, maybe like the first week, I got two deliveries with a couple days apart. And you you put in an order and you get your shit like within like two to four hours. You have to pick it up, or you mean no, 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 your delivery to here. Someone delivers it to you. Wow. You, I did find out this person accidentally left the receipt. They're not supposed to. It does say on the app you're being charged a surplus to help pay for it because there's no delivery fee. You tip them like five oh, yeah. percent. That's that's what uh, all those places do. But I looked, so I got seventy five dollars worth of stuff, and I was charged about ninety something. It's not terrible. Yeah, that's not bad. In a pinch, it's pretty good. But um, okay, let's move on. So quickly, uh, iOS fourteen public beta is out, and I'll say this. This beta on beta three right now, as you're listening, which just came out for, to the public, or maybe it's, yeah, it's beta, beta three, is more stable than iOS 13. iOS 13 was a heaping pile of crap from the jump street. That first beta was awful. And I was like, holy shit, I actually, I think I even downgraded. This one so far, surprisingly stable for the early developing stages on this beta. I look forward to the full release to uh, anyone not looking for a thrill. Uh, in uh, September. But anyone can get the public beta. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. You just have to download it. Make sure you back up your iPhone, though. I can't stress that enough. Okay. Anything else to add before we get into what we've been watching? Uh, I think I want to talk about my personal life. Oh, let's hear how, how life has been with Andy. That's right, Andy. Uh, new I, place. I had, I had an eventful four weeks as well. You had um, a kid. Yeah, congratulations. It's, uh, the lab experiment worked. Um, male on male can <laughs> no, have a kid. I mean, that's, that's the only way I can have a kid, right? <laughs> okay. Again, this into, is the happy hour. Podcast. He's had a couple of Lagunitas at Let's 9%. get into the like a uh, real instead of sci-fi shit. Um, Splice. I did not have coronavirus, but I did have some things going on. Um, I had to find a new place. I uh, moved out of the house I was living in, 
and I found uh, an apartment. I'm living solo, so I am doing that solo guy grocery store thing. And um, you know, I'm actually I'm I'm good with food. I'm not just buying frozen stuff. I'm you not go eating. shopping in your bathrobe. You at like least know how to dude. cook, so you should be fine. If I lived on yeah. my own, I would be a fucking disaster. Yeah, I mean, uh, you should learn more than the quesadilla. But I, I, I'm trying. Actually, you know what? Yeah. I, I did, like, living with my girlfriend this last, like, four weeks, I actually did kind of help around in the kitchen. It's like cooking, I imagine, is fun. Yeah, it can be. And, and especially when you don't have to worry about if you're, in, you know, taking the kitchen away from someone else. Yeah, there's, like, nine or, people. Like, oh, I got to do the dishes right away. Like, I would, back at the old place, I would do the dishes before I ate because I didn't want it over my head. Me too. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I don't have to do that. I can just, like, dirty plate, fuck it, it'll wash in two days. Yeah, no, well, I wouldn't over. do that, but well, I know what you sometimes, mean. Sometimes you just got to do that. Sometimes uh, sometimes you, you uh, spend two hours building a TV stand that you thought would take 20 minutes. It'll never take and, uh, 20 minutes. How many, how many F-bombs were used during that TV stand? The uh, cops were the called. So there's never, it's never really a fuck you. It's almost, it's usually a fuck me. Like I did, <laughs> I did something wrong here. Yeah, this always reminds me because like, really quick, sorry to interrupt, but my, my uh, uncle, old uncle, ex-uncle, not my uncle anymore. But he used to be like just one of those handyman guys that could just like build things. And I remember there would be times where he was fixing stuff at like my dad's house when my me and my dad lived together. And it would just be calm. And then he would just hear, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck this. Fuck, like, and it was always like, all right, just you, you would know, like, don't get in his way. And it yeah. would always be done. And it was always a masterpiece. But it's like, it is frustrating. I imagine. That's triggering me. That's remi- reminders of uh, being the flashlight guy. Did you ever have that role? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Hold the flashlight while like, someone's working on something. one time I was in the woods. You got to hold the flashlight for your dad who's doing something. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you probably have done that for Luke. Yeah. You've got to be the flashlight guy for Luke. And it's just I've like. I've definitely been a flashlight guy It's before. stressful because you don't have a. It, your job is important, but it's not hard. But you're like, I got to do it perfectly because they're going to get pissed. If they, do, if they do something wrong, they're going to blame you. Yeah. It's like, well, you should have shined <laughs> the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I built a, a TV stand solo and uh, it was harder than I thought. I was like, oh, I'm. Had to like put a part of like a whole fucking thing on a on a te- on a kitchen counter, and then I'm like this thing is too big now, and now I got to move it to the floor and rotate it, and uh, it just wasn't uh, as fun as I thought it was going to be. They never um, are as easy as you expect them to they're, be. They're I not, remember I built two small nightstands. Yeah, they're IKEA. I watched like three episodes of Seinfeld making those things. Yeah, that's the worst when it's super small and yet it still takes a long time. But uh, uh, the couch I got didn't take long. But the shitty thing here with the couch is uh, it came with those, uh, you know, those like dry pellets, those little bags of like little pellets that are supposed to keep everything dry. Yeah. So uh, two of those bags uh, ripped open. Don't get that in your salsa. That also is not okay. <laughs> uh, I wasn't planning on doing that. But uh, they, <laughs> when I opened the box, they went everywhere. Hell yeah. And I will be dealing with that shit forever. Have you bought a vacuum yet? No, you can't vacuum that shit. I don't think you can at least. I think you um, could. I also only have a limited carpet, so I don't really need a vacuum that much. You got to mop it then. Um, well, even then, I don't need. I don't know what to do. Your so floors, <laughs> they need to be swept. So I bought a Swiffer thing, but that's not doesn't have like a dustpan. So this shit, I had to scoop by my hand to try to get it. Fucking nightmare. Those um, were some f bombs. I'm still I'm still pissed to this moment. <laughs> um, but it's how is. All right. I was just going to ask, how is how do you like living on your own? This is obviously the first time you've ever lived absolutely by yourself, right? Yeah. Other than maybe like one night at your place, like two places ago. Yeah. Um, it, it is nice to just kind of like, well, it's your own, it's your own place. You can do what you yeah. want. The, it becomes I like rewarding, a, I feel like, too. I have like, a smart thermostat. And, that's um, awesome. Yesterday, it, it was a retarded thermostat. 
Because I got home and it was like 64. And like, what the fuck? I didn't do that. And I was like, we self-programmed it to be the temperature you want. <laughs> this reminds me of like that uh, Simpsons Halloween episode where it's like the Pierce Bronson oh, yeah. is like the thing in the, the walls. Like, ooh, Marge, you like... He's <laughs> like in the shower. Uh, well, Homer doesn't take care of you, huh, Marge? It was supposed to be like, oh, this is... It's going to know. It's going to... AI is going to learn what you like. And then it'll do that. I mean, I, I like 64 degrees, but not the bill that I, comes with it. I, I looked at the uh, the schedule there, and it's like, yeah, we're just going to put it in a 64 right here at 4 p.m. And it's like, what? I didn't ask for that. Um, it's also supposed to know. It knows when you're not there, and it goes to eco mode. Yet somehow eco mode was 64 degrees. So uh, How does it know when you're not there? In location on your phone. It's a Google app. Oh, uh, okay. It's a Google Nest. Okay. Um, and I, I got into the Google ecosystem. I bought a smart lamp. Took forever to set that shit up. <laughs> Never used the smart features of the lamp yet, but you know, I have a smart outlet which made my lamp that's plugged into that outlet smart. Well, I my smart lamp not only does it just do normal lights, it does the uh, the cool LED color lights. Oh, you're are you gonna get a Jarvis now? Uh, I have a Google. You know, I could say I'm not gonna say it because it might get someone's phone going but you could just say, yours you can say well there's like people that have android it's got half the market share okay um i can say light on but i can't do that shit by myself it's so weird i can't talk to myself um, you're not you're talking to your assistant i know but it's not a real person i can't do it kevin durant does it so i always find it weird when people do it uh my lamp funny enough is out of range of wi-fi in this new remodeled house so yeah that outlet so, doesn't work. So here's the problem I had. So I have uh, this Google Google Fiber Internet, which uh, so Wi-Fi routers have two bands, either 2.4 gigahertz or 5 gigahertz. Um, the smart shit does not work on the 5 gigahertz, which is insane because it should. So 5 gigahertz is faster but lower range. So um, you don't get to choose most most things. You get to choose. You've seen it on your like Time Warner here. You could choose the five yeah. or just the normal. So Google just, it signs whatever is closest, whatever is better at the time. So the smart shit doesn't work on the five. So I had to go into the shower with my phone (laughs) to get myself on the 2.4. Well, good thing your phone is waterproof. Okay, I didn't turn the shower on. Oh. Uh, Just kind of a weird thing. Like, okay, you're Google. You know better than this. You should do better than this. But I don't don't know if I trust Google as much anymore. Yeah. I think they uh, have have some holes there. So um, if you guys want to pay me to say otherwise... We're available. Tony's yeah. take is looking for sponsors. Speaking of ads, <laughs> Andy's uh, little move-out bit was brought to you by our good pals at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works for the dog's current collar or harness. For a limited time, the Tony's Take listener, that's you, can get 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code Tony. That is... T-O-N-Y. Head to simpledoggy.com, that's two G's, and plug in promo code TONY for 25% off and free shipping. Because, guys, it's the dog leash you've been waiting for. Uh, That's amazing. I had that queued up and uh, holstered after all this time. Um, Uh, You learn by repetition. This is true. uh, Malcolm Gladwell's uh, 10,000-hour theory. Yeah, I have 10,000 hours on Simple Doggy. Yeah. Uh, So you do like your new place, though? Uh, yeah, it's 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 good. Uh, it's not complete yet, and I can't wait till it's complete. Um, it won't be tomorrow because Amazon uh, fucked lied you. to me. Yeah. They, they, yeah, you could say they fucked me. The TV was supposed to come on Saturday, and they're like, hey, surprise, Sunday now. How does that work? That's a big like delivery. Do they have two guys? 
That doesn't oh, come I in hope, the. I hope it's just not some guy in like a, a Prius. Yeah. Like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was assuming it'd be in the little Sprinter van. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it will be because I have to be there. It said like you have to be there. Yeah, because that's like a fifteen hundred dollar purchase or something. Yeah, I have to sign for it and I assume accept it. They don't want. They're not going to leave it outside. So. Um, I would hate a porch pirate for that one. Yeah. Well, very exciting. When's that TV supposed to be delivered now? Sunday. Sunday. So just in time Bloody for Sunday. NFL. Oh, no. Okay. There's no NFL football. Yeah. Football, but. Well, exciting. Uh, any other news to report other than uh, what we've been watching? Uh, I think this is the entertainment podcast. So I think there's some pieces of entertainment news that we have to talk about. We're not going to talk about everything that happened in the last four weeks. Uh, so Tenet is never uh, yeah, going to that, air. That's the big one. Uh, also, um, I think... Keanu Reeves plays a big part of this podcast um, spiritually. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, his his big new summer film this year, uh, Bill and Ted Three, um, will be coming on demand as well as to select theaters, which I guess is like just one city in Alabama or something. <laughs> Whatever theaters are still standing. I don't know. This. Canada. I mean, Canada's going to get it. Fucking Montreal. The premiere's going to be amazing there. The We're theater I used to go to in Belmont Shore is already a Howard's Furniture Store. So. <laughs> is that true? Honestly? Yeah. It was an AMC, and now it's a Howard's Furniture. Um, oh, here's here's a somewhat related thing to Bill and Ted. Um, did you guys see that documentary on HBO about child stars? That no. Released? It seems like this would be Tony's number one movie. No. I have Honestly, been I haven't watching, had access uh, to HBO in a while. I have been watching I'll Be Gone in the Dark. See, I haven't watched any of that. That's Patton so. Oswalt's late wife oh, okay. wrote about the Golden State Killer. Wait, is that on HBO? Yeah. Oh, then I do have access to HBO. It's just been in... The living room at my girlfriend's house. We watch shows on her laptop in her in her room. So I don't think she has HBO on that. But that's I like did 2005 watch... in a dorm room. Yeah, it's like college. <laughs> I did watch the first episode of that like three weeks ago. Yeah, she was like involved with a serial killer, right? Or well, something. she wasn't involved with him, but she was researching him. She made it sound like they were dating or something. She has passed away though. I know that much. She right? passed away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I was probably a not, like I was a little buzzed probably by that point by the time I watched it, but I knew there were serial killers involved. All right, so back to what I was saying. Uh, there's a documentary on HBO called Showbiz Kids, uh, directed by Alex Winter, who plays Bill from Bill and Ted, um, mm. who was a child actor himself. Uh-huh. Um, so he interviews a bunch of different child actors um, about their experiences. I know that's the passion subject for you. Yeah, I have a, there's a good quote on a, a Snapchat dead dead in the files. That archives, I guess you could say, about me saying what these producers do to these people. And yeah. honestly, you could argue that after I said that, months, years later is when a lot more stuff came out. So, I mean, I think yeah. I was ahead of I the mean, curve. It, it was true because, I mean, that's that's part of Alex's hey, story, I, and that's I, from the 80s. I always say, too, one of our, my buddies, Joe, who, uh, not Joe, not Wrecking Ball Joe, but we call him Joe the Actor. We'll hopefully get him on this podcast one day. I remember him telling me, like, he, he works in Hollywood. He's done some acting stuff. He's, he, he recently, this past December, played the Grinch at Seth MacFarlane's Christmas party. So he's done some fun stuff. And he was telling me, I remember one time, this was uh, about at least, I would say about a year before the Kevin Spacey stuff came out, that he told me he's been at parties before where Kevin Spacey's been at. And they said, like, the one known thing he said that from people he knew was that Whenever Kevin Spacey would show up to these parties, he would show up with not underage kid, underage boys, but he would show up with younger men. Yeah. So it was just a thing, you know, Kevin Spacey. It's like, you know, the people that know, they know. So I think uh, what's somewhat inspiring, at least, is that this doesn't seem to be as much of a problem anymore. Yeah, because there's nothing no. going on. There's no movies yeah. going on. I mean, one of the biggest pieces of news in the last four months was that uh, 
woman, the Jeffrey Epstein woman, was arrested. Yeah. So um, let's let's hope like that some stuff comes out. There's not more of those people that we 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 got it. But I mean, I'm not yeah necessarily. Hopeful yeah, it's interesting that, to see like what uh what she'll say if she's able to say anything. Like I know you know there's always conspiracies for everything. So it'll be interesting to see if she's able to say anything and what's going on. But I mean, we all know. I mean, sex trafficking, human child trafficking, all that stuff is still alive and well. And it's. I don't think it's being done through Wayfair.com. I don't either, but I mean, it's. Uh, where, where I bought a TV happening. stand and couch very recently. It's, and, uh, it is th- those happening. Those boxes, though. they had shredded uh, packets of the dry pellets. Uh, there wasn't a child in there, though. Very disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. Okay, he's kidding. <laughs> Tony's take is very against that. But. Uh, the the thing is though, as I say about that, is because it's like I remember watching that uh, documentary, like the with the paper boy guy in Iowa that got abducted, and they uh, they said, "Oh, it's like it's crazy. Like these guys would come out there, go to different states, abduct these little kids, these boys, and then they would take them out to like Colorado, and they would basically be at like this compound place, and they'd be like basically like put under the under the house, pretty much like in a basement, and then they would get sold off to you know child porn stuff, and it's just." disgusting and crazy that like that stuff is around and it's it's such a what's even more disgusting is like how big of a market it is too it's like an you know like there's people out there that yeah. like pay for that stuff and pay big money for that stuff and it's just like it's insane it's just crazy to think you know it's like it's a human life that's just like especially a children a child human life that's just like just used like that but it's it's crazy i mean it's definitely a big thing i mean there's a lot of fucked up stuff going on in the world in the country but you know that's uh it's just how it is. I mean, there's always going to be shitty stuff going on. I mean, they're never going to be able to like stop it. But, you know, you can hope to at least try to slow it down, I would say. But, I mean, I don't think you'll ever be able to stop it, unfortunately. Yeah. One day, maybe. Yeah, hopefully one day. You never know. I mean, I think there's. I think that's the important thing is there is more of a movement on a lot of that stuff lately. So, yeah, you hope so. But uh, I don't even know how we got into such a deep topic. On uh, I was talking about that uh, Alex Winter documentary show oh, okay. show you know, kids i think i'm still afraid of alex winter because i think he was so convincing as the bad version of uh ted or bill whichever one he was anymore remember when they have the clones yeah that scared me as a kid he was also a vampire in the lost boys that was, that was well scary. i hadn't seen that yeah. at that point yeah well i mean i haven't watched it yet but it's definitely something i'm gonna watch eventually um along with bill and ted which is a uh, uh, I'm sad for them that it's been like 40 years or whatever since they made that last movie. And uh, it's not going to, it'll be in theaters, but it won't be get a full release that they decided, oh, we're just going to have to release it. Um, it might get released in Europe. I saw Tenet might have Yeah, that. I mean, I think that's nice with them. They, uh, I mean, they haven't beaten it, but they uh, have done a better job. So if you like get on like a wagon and like smuggle yourself the Oregon trail. I'm going to Oregon. Smuggle yeah. yourself into Mexico. You could catch a flight out of Mexico to Europe and then you could watch the movie. And then in Italian? Yeah. Dubbed over in Italian. Yeah. Which yeah, so I saw Bruno, that dumbass Sasha Baron Cohen movie in Denmark and most half of that movie he speaks German. So I didn't understand a whole lot of that movie because the subtitles were Danish. That was a mistake. We didn't understand that at the time. But yeah, hopefully these movies can open up here because I want to see Tenet and Bill and Ted and all that. I mean, who knows? Nothing's coming out. Disney's like, you're never going to watch Mulan. Disney delayed Avatars another year of pop, I think. 
Yeah, and well, James Cameron's going back into the computer. He's lab. going back underwater. Yeah, he's, he's like, hey, this virus is not getting me. Well, are we uh, ready to talk a bit about some of the things we watched? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. So I've li- limited myself to five. All These right. are the bigger ones. I've watched a whole bunch, obviously. Yeah, I've watched a lot too, but I can't like. Yeah, we're gonna give a limited selection. Uh, maybe revisit some was, things later. But. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I felt like when we do this, it should have been, like, held to, like, four or five each or something. And we can just go quickly on them. Uh, yeah. I'll go, I'll do two right now. Well, uh, do we want to talk about Palm Springs since we all watched Palm Springs? Yeah, let's start with that. All right. So what did you guys think? I thought it was exceptional. Uh, I've actually been wanting to re-watch the intro scene where he's, he's uh, you meet him for the first time and it's that first night of the wedding and he's dancing and it's so well choreographed. Yeah, that was great. That was goddamn hilarious. So I watched that with my dad, and before like the movie gets revealed, because I had watched the trailer and knew what the premise was. Yeah, he hadn't. He's just like, hey, I'll watch this with you. And I'm like, you know what's going on with this movie? He's like, I have no idea. And it's like, all right, this is cool. So when I'm once the twist or whatever, not even the twist, but like the concept happens, then it's like, because that thing was so well set up, where it's like someone who. Came in completely fresh, would, wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, J.K. Simmons was exceptional also. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was him at first with the, the camo paint, uh, oh, face yeah. paint. Yeah, he was good. The guy that killed him every time, right? Yeah. yeah. It was reminding me of the, the hunter from Jumanji. What other movies is oh, that yeah. guy in? Oh, he's in a bunch of stuff. I mean, he yeah. I, he's the writer. Whiplash is where he won the Academy Award. Oh, that's right. That's right. Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. I, and Farmers, right? Or is it safe for Farmers? Yeah. Farmers Insurance, of course, yes. Nah, yeah, that was that was funny. And I like it was like that was like the one part that was kind of like got me a little bit is when he actually went to like his house to visit him in Irvine. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Irvine. They did a lot of Irvine references. It's pretty funny. Also the the one guy that's in it, the guy that's the groom who was in like uh what is the other movie with uh where he was uh the hall pass. The guy that's the whatever the guy's name is. The guy that was the groom in that movie. He was in Hall Pass? Yeah. He's I didn't recognize him dude. from anything. Yeah. He's he played the, a baseball player in Everybody Wants Some. Yeah. He played a baseball player first in, yeah. shot in a Hall Pass, yeah. which is the one the, he, she, he's the one that uh, Christina Applegate's character like cheats, actually like oh, sleeps okay. with. I need to rewatch But anyway, that. the reason I bring him up is because he's actually a local guy. He's from Corona and he oh, went to that, uh, yeah. UCI for a little bit. So it's kind of funny that I was like, oh, that they made, I was almost like, I wonder he's, if that's uh, playing, why they got him in that movie. He's playing Superman in like a new TV show I saw. So. Yeah. He was honestly on a, I've been watching the show Match Game. I'll get into that, I guess. But it's like, he's a, he was on that episode. He was on an episode of that too. But it's, uh, I thought it was that part though, aside from all that, is when he, uh, yeah, went to the guy's house in Irvine and it was just kind of like, yeah, it kind of made you feel about it. Cause he's like, this is my life every day. Like, you know, I like, this is, you know, I don't get to see my daughter grow up. I don't yada yada. And I was just kind of like, shit, that's crazy. Cause it's like, I guess. I don't know. Time moves on still for the rest of them. It's like, I don't know. The whole concept's weird. Obviously, I've seen movies like that. I've seen Groundhog's Day. I've seen Happy Death Day. And those movies, I can never just like, my mind can just never wrap around them. Like with like the whole like, I don't know, vortex thing. Or whatever it it was interesting say. that they decided to be like, well, actually, we're going to kind of go into science. Um, I, I wonder how much of this script is written before seeing Happy Death Day 2. Because um, I, you guys didn't watch that, but I watched uh, that somewhat recently. And... There's a very similar thing where basically it's like, oh, she doesn't know the science, but we're going to have to teach her the science because she's the only person who remembers the uh, the loop going on. So like she has to they like teach her every day, which is uh, it's very much like Bill Murray learning how to play the piano, but with, you know, 
theoretical physics. And then this movie does the same thing where she has to learn all the science every day of the loop. And it's like, uh, I don't know if you guys watched this that movie, but you stole that idea. Um, but yeah, very enjoyable. Um, I yeah. want to bring attention to her. Chris, Kristen Milioti, that's, I believe, her name. The actress? Yeah. She, yeah, she was good. She's been in things, but she hasn't had like a huge role. I hope this Shh. breaks her out a little more. She's yeah, she in Knives Out, right? No. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. She was really good in she that. She was in Wolf of Wall Street? Who'd she, she play in Wolf of Wall first, Street? the first wife, Leo's first wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. She was in How I Met Your Mother. That's season. what it was I was thinking of. Never mind. I've yeah. watched a lot of stuff. I'm, my yeah. wires are getting crossed. But but she was she was very good, and uh, hopefully this you know gives her more opportunities. Um, not not as silly of a role for Andy Samberg. Like I, I saw someone describe it. Oh, it's a, it's a Lonely Island did a movie. And it's like no no, this is not like that at all. Peter Gallagher um, would not do Lonely <laughs> Island. <laughs> I think that they're still the producers, but um, I mean that's just. I also, I mean. Speaking of that, I loved that scene where uh, he's telling her like all the things like he's done, who he's hooked up with in that time warp, and he's like, "Your dad." Yeah. <laughs> go to that. And he's like, "This is crazy." <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But yeah, if you have Hulu, uh, no reason not to watch this movie. Yeah, come on. What are you doing right now? Turn it on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can want me to do two and then kind of go around like that. Yeah, go ahead. So I watched Love and Mercy. That's Paul Dano playing Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. I've seen parts and of it's also uh, uh, John Cusack. Yeah, uh, as an older version. That movie is insane, unbelievable, and Paul Giamatti did a great job playing a person who should have been just murdered. He is dead now. I saw the we watched the saw the trailer for that, and it was like it looked pretty good. It is very good. I don't remember at all where I watched it because that was a couple weeks ago now. Uh, the Moon, who knows? I think it was on Hulu, uh, but I don't know if it was like on Showtime or uh, you know what have you. Uh, very good, though. Uh, interesting just to see how he put all the stuff together. Uh, you know, when he's putting together like the Pet Sounds album. Uh, yeah, so it, it's about like... Brian Wilson making music, but also the so, his being put under medical watch. Exactly. Or it was. So it yeah. flashes back to him as a kid when the band's taken off and how their dad just hated him. It's crazy. That always kind of happens in these kinds of situations. And then it's uh, current day. and um, Which was the 80s, I think, right? Yeah, at the time. Um, and just how he's you know kind of held captive uh, in his own home type of thing because of his psychotherapist, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was you know basically running his life helping him write songs shit like that unbelievable shit and it, i mean all apparently it's all based on true story mm-hmm. uh stuff they give some kind of you know crazy stats at the end of the movie so that was very good and then uh another one i watched was invisible man with elizabeth moss i'd been wanting to watch this but i was not going to rent a movie for 20 bucks to watch on a 50 inch screen you know uh, so I rented it for six, and then, of course, in the studio today, Andy tells me it's coming to HBO soon. So that's great. Uh, but very good, very enjoyable, um, well done, and entertaining all the way throughout the movie. So I would definitely uh, recommend both of those, Love and Mercy and pa- or, uh, Invisible Man. That was one of the last ones out there. Yeah, that barely uh, made theaters. Uh, I'll, I'll take a couple here. Um, these are... 
one HBO show, um, The Plot Against America. This is a David Simon uh, from The Wire. Um, it's a uh, based on a novel. It's alternate history where um, Lindbergh, the uh, the pilot, who uh, you know famously had his uh, child kidnapped, uh, he runs for president against FDR and wins. And he is uh, much more friendly to the Nazis and basically not necessarily allies with them, but uh, the U.S. never joins World War II, does not fight against um, them. And uh, it's just kind of about this Jewish family that's starting to deal with uh, kind of the paranoia of like, is this going to happen? Is what's happening uh, in Europe going to happen here in America? And uh, I mean, obviously, they've made this with some trying to have some parallels to modern America where it's like. Uh, his brother is uh, the main character's brother, David Krumholtz, who's mostly a comedic actor, but I've always enjoyed him, where he's a successful businessman. He's like, there's no problem with uh, him. Business has is, is, is never been better. So it doesn't matter if he uh, says some bad things about the Jews. And it's like, oh, that's pretty heavy-handed trying to uh, draw parallels to uh, modern-day America. And uh, obviously it was made pre-COVID, which now kind of that shit is not as... It's unbelievable. <laughs> not as People don't care as much anymore. Um, but it was still really good, especially as it picks up and like it escalates. Um, it is just scary. I mean, anti-Semitism is still uh, an issue now. Um, Anti-dentites also. <laughs> we didn't talk about it in sports, but that it kind of ravaged the sports world um, with some of the things that some athletes said. Um, where it's like, wow, this is still a, a problem. Um, not like World War II type problem, but it's still out there. Um, so that's only, that's only a six episode miniseries, and I really like how many miniseries are being made now. I like the idea that it, I don't have to worry about something being canceled or anything. I just like that's it. It's done. Yeah, it's it's nice. You can fly through it. And also, like maybe in the past, this would have been adapted into a uh, you know hour and forty minute movie, which this it needs more. It does need more because it does take place over you know multiple years. So. Um, I recommend it. It's not. It is not the wire. But David Simon still makes good stuff. So great. What else? Um, I did watch a comedy special. So everyone needs those. Uh, Netflix uh, put out Eric Andre's latest comedy special. Um, if you don't aren't familiar with Eric Andre, um, you might be shocked watching his special. I really enjoyed it. It's called Legalize Everything. Um, he is, he's a crazy person. And, <laughs> yeah, I've uh, seen this. Didn't he have a show on like Adult Swim or yeah, something? Yeah, his Adult Swim is absolutely nuts. Um, but <laughs> adult his, Swim was made for stoners, just so we can yeah. like clarify that. Yeah. Like the so Adult it, Swim was like a very... Eric Andre knows what he's doing, calling his special Legalize Everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the beginning of it, he's just, he's really good at making, he's making jokes that are structured like jokes that actually aren't funny, and that's why they're funny. It's like one of those things, which a lot of people do not like. Um, but he also had this great bit, I believe it was uh, autofill roulette, where he, he took someone's phone, and he's like, I'm going to text your mom only using autofill. So like <laughs> he'd put a word in, and then it would suggest the next word, and then like, he'd pick one. And a really clever bit. And I'm, I imagine that that's something he would do differently every time. That's like, you know, it would be different. So whatever's on the special is not what he'd always do. Um, so I enjoyed that. That's, that's just a short special. Cool. And I don't watch a lot of comedy specials. My turn. Yeah. Let's go in for a couple, Tony. <clears throat> so I've, uh, I mean, like I said, like this, it's been a long four weeks. So it's like a fast, long four weeks, if that makes sense. So it's like 
I've watched a handful of stuff, but like honestly, I can't remember like a lot of things, so I'm just gonna have to like go with what I remember. But uh, one of the things I watched was uh, it was a lot of the stuff I watched too isn't like not a lot of new things, but uh, one of the things I watched was with uh, Blake Lively, A Simple Favor. With is that with uh, Anna, Anna Kendrick? Kendrick? Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. So that was actually I wanted to watch it because it was it. like uh Is that where she's wearing like a tuxedo? Yeah. That's what triggered that whole sound bit from like two years ago. Where Joe is like, Oh, that's a great movie with Jennifer Aniston, Nicole uh, Hewitt, whatever, and Bruce Lee. <laughs> with that's Jackie Chan. Yeah, because it, it did come out twenty eighteen, so yeah, that's funny. But it, it was honestly it was pretty good because it was like, you know, it's like it's 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 a comedy, but it's also like they try to do it in like in a suspense way. But it's like any movie with Blake Lively, and I can't like you know I'm never gonna get scared of because she's in it. <laughs> and it's uh, but it was I mean it was and it wasn't even like that at all. It was more I would say it was like probably like more of a, like for a chick movie, like a chick suspense, like maybe what girls would find suspenseful. But hey, we don't I, judge here. We don't judge here. But I, I enjoyed it. No, honestly, I, I liked it. It was uh, it was exciting. So I would uh, recommend that for anybody that hasn't seen it. And then uh, also, uh, Sean will like this. So I watched uh, an Australian show with Sean's favorite actress, Rebel Wilson, <laughs> called LOL, Last One Laughing, which okay. is basically where they put these Australian comedians all in a room and they just have to do outrageous stuff. And if you laugh, you're eliminated. All right. So what is outrageous in Australia? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. outrageous, dude. The one guy got completely naked and was just like running. It, it was interesting. It was on Amazon, but uh, or it's on Amazon. It was uh, it was insane. I, we, I mean, it was thankfully only like six episodes. So we finished it fairly like quickly within like a day and a half because they're like, tw- you know, 25 minute episodes. But it was a uh, it's a different sense of humor over there. Let me just put it that uh, way. I believe it. So, uh, I mean, it was. Sean, I don't think you'd like it, but Andy, maybe you'd be kind of entertained, but it was, I don't know. Like it was, it was interesting. But, I'm picturing uh, the, uh, the Russell Crowe reality show, uh, fighting around the world. You guys remember this one? No, uh, I think I remember like South Park made fun of yeah, it. Yeah, that was a South Park bit, yeah. but I enjoyed it very much. Okay. But that's what I expect Australian reality TV to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was interesting. I uh, I don't know. I I like can't. Some of those European comedies, I just can't get really behind. But uh, whatever. But then I've been watching uh, been watching that other TV show, Holy Moly, a lot. It's the Steph Curry thing. Yeah, but dude, yeah. Rob Riggle uh, is hilarious. And honestly, uh, what's his face? The guy that did Monday Night Football for a little bit, right? Uh, oh my God, who does it with him? This, Dennis uh, Miller. No, <laughs> everyone uh, did Monday Night Football. I know, like last season. Gruden. Uh, the main guy, the like, yeah, white guy, the little guy, the shorter guy, I guess. <laughs> Booker McFarland. Okay. Andy, I'm going to tell you this right now and you're going to be like, oh yeah, that's who Joe Tessitore. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't Booker McFarland then. But honestly, they do a, a like fantastic job together. They're honestly like Rob Rickle, as we all know. Hilarious. Oh, he's awesome. So like in that setting, it's, he's really funny, but, uh, it, it's, it's exciting. I mean, I enjoy it. Honestly, like it's mini golf. It's outrageous stunts and they it's like a combination of mini golf and wipe out because they shoot their shot and then they have to do a a um a task like a little obstacle and if they don't pass it the first time or if they don't pass it i should say it's not even a first time it's one time only if they don't pass it they lose a stroke so that's where like it comes into play where it's exciting but uh that's that's fun i enjoy watching that and then uh 
The other one that really that I've kind of watched a little bit was uh, like Match Game. Like I said, been watching a lot of game shows. You know, Match Game's fun. I, I, I remember watching Match Game as a kid with my grandpa and then even with my dad. So that show always kind of like hits home to me because I just remember growing up and watching it. Like my grandpa enjoyed it. My dad enjoyed it. So seeing it come back and stuff has actually like made it kind of enjoyable for me. So it's it's a fun little show to to watch. You know, Alec Baldwin hosts it. I mean, I think they're on like their second season back with it or something, but it's fun. It's always like, it's a different cast for them, like panel of celebrities for the most part. But, uh, sometimes it's, uh, a couple of the, you know, same faces come back and whatnot, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it that I can really like think of. I mean, like I said, it's been four weeks of just like a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. So too much to remember, honestly. Well, Andy, how many do you have left? Uh, I'm good ending it there. I have other things I watched. I do want to say, um, I think I mentioned it earlier, but uh, I did start a Letterboxd account. It's a really cool website. Never heard um, of it. L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D. You you just put in the movies you watched, and you can rate them, and you just kind of keep a log of everything you watched. Oh, your favorite. So, yeah, it's what I do anyways. So, um, if you want to check out mine, it is Tony's underscore take underscore Andy. So, without uh, without an apostrophe, so just T-O-N-Y-S. Um, you might be able to find that, um, and you can see the movies I've watched, nice. including uh, some other ones I didn't mention: uh, Hamilton, uh, John Stewart's Irresistible. What else have I watched since then? Uh, I guess that's what I got: Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, very good. So those are these some of the ones I uh, watched but haven't talked about: Angry Birds, the movie oh, two. Jesus, we'll continue to not talk about that. That's a reach, Andy. I'm okay skipping talking about that one. Although it is good. I don't doubt it. Um, I have two more, and I'm going to go over them briefly, but quickly, uh, on both. Greyhound, Tom Hanks movie. It went straight to iTunes or Apple Music or whatever the fuck. Very sad for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise Cruise is sad, too. Tom Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise, he's still recovering. Uh, It's good. It's kind of suspenseful at times. It's about... You know, uh, boats going uh, in the no man's zone or the dark zone where they don't have, you know, carrier, uh, aircraft carrier coverage uh, and submarines and shit. It's good. It's on Apple uh, TV Plus. So check that out. Uh, And then Kobe Bryant's Muse. I watched that on Showtime. Uh, We have Showtime here for another day or two. Uh, That's from 2017. Phenomenal. It was you know, sad just because, but also I think I've grieved enough that I'm over the loss. Um, if yeah. that is a thing and you learn to accept the loss. Ex- yeah. I guess that's a better way of putting it. It's just very good. It, it makes me sad that I can't go shoot hoops right now. Um, it was just great. It, and it's also kind of eerie cause it ends with him taking a helicopter to Staples center at three in the morning to go shoot hoops. Of course. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of conspiracy theories on that. Yeah, but uh, that's on Showtime, so uh, check that out uh, if you have it. But yeah, that's all I had, and I think this is a good note to go out on. Anything else uh, to add, guys? No, I think that was it for me. Yeah, I think we're just going to have to keep watching stuff on our own because uh, 
It's going to get dire out there. There's <laughs> yeah. I've been watching a lot of Fresh Prince. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know I'm on to season two already. I hate to say oh, this I'm guy. on season three. Oh, okay. Guys, I haven't... Uh, it's probably been a month since I watched The Simpsons last. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> we don't have Disney Plus over at where I've been staying. <laughs> well, you've been listening to episode 177 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes, thank you for listening, and uh, we promise we will not... Uh, let you go another four weeks without these beautiful voices of ours. Yeah, and uh, off-road Andy. Goodbye. Yeah, See you later.